You are now listening to the new Old Heads podcast, premiered every Thursday at noon Eastern Standard Time at BringDownTheBand.com, and brought to you by No Bad Ideas, Coleman Dental, Printfinity, Indie CD and Vinyl, and Sun King Brewery. Support the new Old Heads by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash newoldheads. You are now tuned in to the new Old Heads podcast. I am Major 7th. The entire crew is here, starting off with my man Kansas City Mac, a.k.a. The Voice of Indianapolis. Jay Moore, how are you, sir? Doing well and highly vaccinated in these streets. So, uh, hey, man, I'm, out uh, there then. no side effects, nothing like that. My mutant powers haven't kicked in or anything, so I'm kind of disappointed in that. Um, okay. But you know, I Give guess you know if 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 uh, just feeling healthy is a mutant power, I'll take it. There we go. Right. I, I, hey, I'm with it. I'm with you when you're right. All right, my man DJ J Diff is in the building. What's happening, man? Expectations was good. I mean, I can't call it everything good, Joey. Things good, man. I'm just uh, get rich off this crypto. Oh, you out here balling? Somebody show me the way. No, that's all I'm saying. Show me the okay. way. Okay, be careful though, because crypto got... cash. Be oh careful, yeah, like uh, if you went to the Bitcoin, it's up big today. Yeah, but be careful though, because you you're gonna have a crypto uh, currency expert on your timeline and a forex expert on your timeline and don't know what the hell they talking about. So just be cool. Information that you get because there's a lot of people out there that are completely lost. My man Longevity live from bringing down the band headquarters. How are you, sir? I'm doing quite swell today. Thank you very much, Michael. Did you have you learned anything new, um, technology wise, man, recently? Anything? Nope. Or is everything working well over there? No, I think everything's working great. I can hear myself in the, in the headphones and everything. Uh, Terry, I think your thing yeah, might be a the gate. I, I think it's the gate feature is probably what's going on with your mic but anyways we'll, we'll talk about it later but um yeah you know i can hear myself in the headphones you know so cool cool i mean it, it helps to read up on stuff man sometimes you find out stuff that way i'm glad yep. you're able to do that though the monitor yeah. is dope. it really helps yeah. out man i'm glad you got yeah, it. youtube university yep yes sir <laughs> all right man shout out to the chat um mighty tr is in here uh let's see John Rock is in the building. David, I see you. Let's see who else is in. I know D Frog floating around here somewhere. No, he'd be uh be on it. So we appreciate y'all if you're in the chat. Drop a hand in there. Let us know that you guys are rocking with us. Um, if you get a chance, Lone is also spam the chat for our new YouTube page. We've moved all of the content there. So creative to creative. Seven quarter, all of our new old heads network content will be released on this page. It's not new, new, it's just new thing that the new place we're going to be dropping everything so still associated with bringing down the band all that's still the same if you get a chance click that link in the chat and uh subscribe because we're trying to uh to the point where we can uh expand and get busy busy so we really appreciate the support and you know all the other continue to rock with us on twitch we really appreciate it and you know we know it's tough and you know especially with the pandemic and everything but you guys continue to find time to rock with us so we really appreciate that all right, man. So let's go ahead and jump into the rundown here. Let me make sure I got myself in order. I always say, make sure we, we, we got it right. All right. So shout out to OK Player. I don't know if you guys saw this. I saw it. Uh, I chuckled a little bit, but it looks like Twitter took care of everything else for me. I didn't have to uh, really say much. I just read the comments. But there's a uh, there's like an 8 by 10 glossy picture that uh, Diddy released on his Twitter page. And it was in relation, uh, he was responding to, or I'm sorry, accused General Motors uh, in particular of making money from the black community. And the <clears throat> picture says, we're done letting corporations manipulate our culture into believing incremental progress is acceptable, is, a, is an acceptable action. If you love us, pay us. And here's a letter to corporate America. So Diddy, once this popped up, he started to get roasted people that are probably our age, if not older, and understand some of the things that we've heard about his quote-unquote business practices. i read a couple of these comments uh, from people that were on here. There's a young lady named Jessica Fry, uh, and, she, and her response was, Diddy, it starts with us. I was recently approached to host a show for Revolt, and it came without pay. You cannot keep knocking white folks for their disrespect towards minority creators while doing the same thing to each other. I encourage you to be the change that we need. Uh, there's another comment that says, 
from someone named at no name on Twitter. Diddy, Diddy about this is I'm let's see, Diddy about 150 million away from being a billionaire. Diddy is shaming white corporations for a cap capitalist business model he he almost completely replicated. Abolish the black capitalist industrial complex with the prayer hands. So people have pretty been pretty much dragging him. Um, did you say somebody by the you know, name on of no, Twitter no for name? his comment? He did. <laughs> it says at no Doesn't name. Know who no name? That's who. I don't know who no name is. They go by no name. Let's <laughs> do, man. So you're on the hip hop no podcast, and you don't know who no name is. I'm just playing, man. Y'all don't get. Come playing. on, man. You're not playing. playing. No playing. You can own up to it. I don't really. Okay. I'll be missing the bars, man. Maybe it was a Freudian. Anyway, Freudian Freudian slipper. It wasn't Freudian, y'all. Y'all missed the bars. (laughs) You know. Anyway, you trying to? What do y'all think about this, man? Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, What do y'all think about that, man? In terms of because we know the history. Like you can talk about uh, what's the group? Jay Moore. No, what's the name of the group that they say? uh, uh, He really played the one came out for a little bit and they disappeared. I'm talking about B5. You remember that? Pick one. Pick one. Oh, yeah. Sure. What'd you say, Terry? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, B5, I mean, you got to look. <laughs> oh, I mean, you could go down the list. I'm not, I'm not here to defend yeah. Daddy, Diddy, Brother Love, but it's like everyone expects, a lot of times they expect uh, black um, executives to, um, like, just if you sign with a black record label, that he's going to give you a dollar per record sold, non-recoupable, like that's going to be a sustainable business model for him who's taking all, you know, all the risk mm. as as the business owner. Mm. Um, you know, and perhaps if we were getting the lion's share of the, or, or just a, the, the, you know, proportional to the amount of money we spend with these corporations, if they were spending it on advertisement with black outlets, then Diddy would be able to pay um, people who come into, you know, he'd be able to be as far as the hosting uh, situation is concerned. You know, I understand why creators and people who are asked to be on his airwaves would feel some kind of way about like, oh, yeah, just come on and and we're not going to be able to pay you because that's not how other outlets uh, take care of business. But other outlets are getting um, proportionately what they're supposed to get from fortune 500 companies as far as advertising you know and that's that's really where the disconnect is like i'm not saying either is right but i am saying there is a re you know and you can say oh well diddy's almost a billionaire the reason he's a billionaire is because like he's not out here just uh paying people when there's nothing on the back end for him to recoup like i'm not mad at that part of it as far as diddy is concerned everybody wants to say that you know, um, it's easy to point at the guy who almost has a billion dollars and say, hey, why don't you do this? But then there are uh, companies that have billions of dollars and they do not break bread <laughs> with black outlets like they'll spend all this money, say, at um, an iHeart or an Emmys, you know, and sure they'll they'll spend the money when it comes to uh, uh spending it put it on the breakfast club or or whatever or hot 97 or whatever you know particular outlet that c- caters towards black people um but at the same time when it's time to break bread with radio 1 which is uh run by a black woman uh and it has a, a you know then for some reason all of a sudden the money is dried up and it's not there's there's not that same investment you know, so it's it's multi-layered. I know everyone thinks they get on Twitter and they're owning somebody by saying something that they think is woke or whatever. And look, there and, and there's a there's a lot of layers to it. And I know Diddy is an easy target because they'd be like, "Why are your artists broke?" It's like, look, at the end of the you know, because somebody tried to be like, "Well, why why what's wrong? Why you ain't taking care of Black Rob? Black Rob is a, is a grown man at the end of the day. It's not for Diddy to take care of grown men." And grown women who That's have made album, by the way. poor decisions somewhere along the line. You know, of course, this is this when you're talking about record companies, you're talking about capitalism. Everything is transactional. You know, when you are no longer doing anything for me, a lot of times you're not going to have anything done for you. So um, I just think it's a 
I mean, it's it's multi-layered. It's not as easy as somebody can make in what I don't know if it's 140 characters. I don't know how many Twitter characters are on Twitter anymore. I know they changed. My Twitter game ain't high as it used to be, so I don't, don't get me lying about the you know. While I understand where Diddy is coming from, you know, he's running a business at Revolt. And if he looks at the the balance sheet and it says, look, I can put you on the air, but because I'm not getting the money from these advertisements, I can't I can only pay you this much. You know, so if you if you really are about this fight and you know that black people are buying this many Escalades a year then General Motors needs to come off that money and make sure that like those Escalade commercials wind up on revolt. I'm and then you. maybe and then I can start paying these creators the way they need to be paid because the influence of our of um of our market value and what we spend is being reflected in what the advertising is. Div jump in there man. What what do you what do you think about people roasting him based off that comment in the 8 by 10 glossy? Meaning Diddy is he's an easy target when it comes to this type of shit. I, I even talked about it when uh during the election. He 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 finds something to, to latch on to, but the whole thing with me is is consistency. Remain consistent. I'm saying get with something and follow through versus um just making a, a statement or a blanket statement and not helping assist the uh actual action of it you know what i'm saying that's that's where i am with diddy because i mean his yes i mean as a businessman he he's a great businessman but his his uh reputation is tarnished based on people that he's done business with those being the artists that he has i mean because you don't have any artists that diddy came up with that are still Ryan Whitney are still under the bad boy imprint. Like, is bad boy even still active? I, I haven't heard of a, uh, an artist on bad boy in so long that it's hard me. to even know if it's still an active label, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, every artist that was on his label has either passed away or have gone through very bad consequences in life, ended up turning to God. Well, I mean, that's not a good thing a bad thing, but I mean, at the end of the day, you see something that makes you, you know, make a complete 180. She was alone there for a second. There's probably something there. Um, I don't know, man. If I think what Diddy needs to do, especially being so close to being a billionaire, rather than vocalizing everything, he needs to be trying to figure out how to sit on these boards because, I mean, that's what the rich people do. We have paper like that. You're able to sit on many boards if you if you really want to make something happen, so to speak. So I'm 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 with more of the the action versus the hopping on Twitter, trying to get people riled up because it doesn't help you in the long run. A lot of people on Twitter will never touch the type of paper that you have. They can't relate to you, but they try to tell you what you should and shouldn't do with your money. Same thing with like uh, uh, this whole DMX, rest in peace him, by the way, yes, talking about Jay-Z is is buying his masters. Like, I mean, that wasn't even an actual factual, but you see how people jumped on that immediately. Yeah. Uh, well, he came by his masters. Uh, Kanye got more money than him. But y'all are arguing over people's money who, you don't even have. You can't even touch. You don't know what these people got. Yeah. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And and so that's what I'm saying. Twitter and social media isn't necessarily the place to air it out unless you've already made an initiative to try to do something. It didn't go through or they're, they're pretty much pushing you to the side. Then, yeah, I think air them out at that time. Yeah. But other than that, um. I think you should probably pump your brakes. I know a lot of people that work at GM or work and retire from GM that are black and hold good positions there. So I don't know what's going on on the other side of the game that he's talking about. But from my point of view, I see a little bit different. So I want to get some clarity on that. I'm not mad at that. Alone, do you have any thoughts on uh, the glossy? I don't know what the glossy is because I wasn't paying attention. But I will say that... um, (laughs) Uh, like I get, I get the point, like I get your guys' point with everything. And I think this this is like twofold and Jay Moore Mm -hmm. briefly mentioned it when he talked about capitalism, right? Because, Mm -hmm. and I think, and I think no name, 
her comment based upon on this was in reference to um what did he shaming white capitalists uh for essentially doing the same thing right it's like trying to she play said that abolish game. the black capitalist abolish the black capitalist industrial complex is what she said right which yeah. you know i mean you know, repeating it. yeah i mean of course if we're thinking you know we we, we had, we've talked about this a little bit with uh jay-z in the past too mm -hmm. right you know he's playing the game of the wealthy white like when we talk about wealth right we're talking about generational yep. wealth so he's 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 dipping into that game diddy's in that as well obviously kanye had his complaints throughout the years as well like put me on the board adidas da, 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 you know like and all that mm -hmm. stuff um i actually agree with no name uh on this in the sense that um The mind frame around it is, I guess it just depends on where we're coming from, right? So if I, I can understand like where Diddy is coming from on one hand, um, from having a small seat at the table in that sense, right? But at the same time, he is playing this other game and he does have, he's nearly a billionaire, and he's playing the game of capitalism. And regardless of if if it's a black person or a white person, um, you know, I don't really think there should be billionaires. So I've heard you say that before. Yeah. I have. You know, and I I don't I don't know. So it's like this weird I, I'm kind of torn a little bit because I see what she's saying and I see what he's saying. I think they're both right. Um, mm -hmm. but it's, it's just kind of weird to like, try to advocate to get people on your side, like Diddy's doing, like, I don't know, like help, help me become a billionaire too, is like kind of what he's saying. It seems like, I don't know. And, you know, at the same time, like a lot of his artists, like he doesn't have the greatest track record for like, does he have the greatest track record for supporting the artists that he's brought up and that he's been quote unquote, <laughs> I don't want to say responsible for, cause I don't think anybody's responsible for anybody in the music industry. Right. But um, still riding with him. Man, that's tough. Who is? Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. So, I mean, he hasn't really looked out for his artists like that. I mean, the locks had <clears throat> decades of issues with them, right. Over his name. And obviously that there's legal stuff around that. Let's go pull and, up the interview with uh Angie Martinez when uh Ada and Styles was in the studio. That's all the reference you need. Yeah. So I, I know I'm rambling. I'm rambling right now, so I'm gonna stop. But I don't know. I, I'm like I'm split because I I, I agree with what No Name is saying. Like mm -hmm. if from where I come from and, and where I stand on stuff like that. But I understand Diddy's frustration as well with you know feeling like he's in the game, but he's not doesn't have a larger share of it i guess i don't know it's kind of well you know i um you know because everyone wants to always say well you know diddy didn't do you know right by his artist this and a third but you know when you really look at the track record when artists decided okay i don't want to be on bad boy anymore and then they go to some other company uh they usually never do better because when you're on bad boy you're on bad boy and they're focused on you and then when you get to um you know capital you realize oh now i'm being handled by the black music division of capital or i'm Dude, handled by locks, the black locks did better once they moved on did they yeah say so when they got with rough riders i think they did better than yeah. they did they, they, I would, I would they was really much they was riding you know, the wave of biggie still no because the thing is when they got over there like okay that. biggie's gone so okay and at dmx and eve are hot let's get away from from bad boy because that's not hot anymore and then they got over to we they did we are the streets and the numbers weren't really any better than the locks album that was on bad boy it was, um, it was a better album it was a better album. but this is the thing when you decide when you decide to uh to negotiate your way out of a contract that you <coughs> signed and yeah. this is the thing this is a uh, this is a lesson for every artist who may be listening or somebody who's thinking about getting into the music industry you know if you sign a record label, if you sign to a record label and you decide you don't want to be there anymore and you have a, a lawyer negotiate your way out, you don't get to just leave clean. Okay. There's something that you uh -huh. have to leave. Dr. Dre will tell you that. Exactly. Yeah. 
Exactly. So, but it doesn't make know, it less predatory. I don't. It doesn't. Uh, no, it doesn't. It doesn't make it less predatory. But at the same time, like, I, I, you know, I I don't want to say I don't feel sorry for artists who sign bad deals. But like, how many times do we have to hear the story of New Edition? How many times do we have to hear the story of of NWA? How many times do we have to hear the story of the Backstreet Boys? And then is nobody does nobody ever learn the lesson of having somebody look over the paperwork? No, because it's it's basically the allure of the game. I mean, if you if you're already broke, yeah, you have this opportunity, or or not even necessarily broke. You you getting street money? You trying to clean your shit up? Getting that deal in itself is is hitting the lottery for you. So you gonna you gonna Lance over some shit and just be like, all right, let's let's get this shit signed. I understand how that happens. Now, um, people aren't the greatest businessmen or uh, business women when it comes to that type shit, unfortunately. But I mean, it, it it happens. It doesn't happen as much now because people are educated on what's going on. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'll tell you firsthand, I thought once you got a record deal when I was young, once you got a record deal, you was rich. That's that's just what I thought. Yeah, right. In the beginning, and know anything about, uh, well, you got to pay for this, you got to pay for that, and I'm sure they're they're in the same boat. I can only imagine if one of us got a record deal, um, either in high school or fresh out of high school, that we're thinking about trying to find an attorney to make sure this shit is right. You got to think about right. also there right. there are examples of there are examples of um. Uh, to your point, we we've all seen the story. Jim Moore listed a whole bunch of stories that we've heard about horror stories. I think as he was talking, Terry also said TLC, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Um, so we we we've we've seen a lot of those stories. There are, you know, for for all of those stories, you do get a Master P, you do get an E40 that kind of gave us an example of okay, come out the gate independent and take care of your own business and really grind. There is a chance for you to be successful also. No, those were few and far in between because clearly we got a longer Mine, list. Those, those are cats that had bread. You know what I'm saying? Definitely had so, bread. So I when, see what when you're, you're in a situation to where you have money already, you're you already you're thinking on a different level. Same thing with like a Jay Z. He didn't come in the game with I just want to make a rap album. He came with I want to make a company. I want to make a rap label. That's the way they structured their deal. It wasn't just I'm signing myself or y'all are signing me. No, you're signing me. And my company, and this is how we gonna do this shit. There's a difference there. You know what I'm saying? I feel you, but could I play devil's advocate and say, um, okay, when you sign the deal, there's not necessarily a rule that says, you know, you have to spend all the money that you get for this. Like there are some people that have signed that signed record deals, but we're smart enough to be like, yo, I'm about to go out here and do a lot of this stuff on my own with the promotion and stuff and do extra things outside of what my contract says to help me gain more money, you know, outside of what the structure of the con the contract is. Like, because heard, they had the knowledge. People. Because they had the knowledge of understanding what right. everything was, right? You know, so they're they were aware of how predatory everything really was. I just just from somebody I who what, I feel what Terry's saying though. I feel what he's saying. I mean from 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 my standpoint and the reason why I have a hard time agreeing with with Diddy on this and, and in general is just like I mean I don't I'm not like 150 million dollars away from a billion or anything but I've started stuff from the ground up and I've built things and I've run a record label and it's independent and I've booked shows and I've paid everybody at every show I've ever had and the artists on the label that put music out get over 80% splits on everything if not higher so it it's it's hard for me to as somebody that doesn't make a lot of money from it but still enjoys it like to to just agree with any of it it's just it's just again it goes against my um I, maybe it's because i have morals and shit i don't know morals and shit yes Put well, I mean, we, also know, shirt. we also know that when you start messing with i mean and like i said there's only like what at this point five or six actual record companies in the entire world i mean you can have an imprint you can have a boutique label but there's really only there's four three. or five yeah, three big that ones. actually yeah. distribute your mm-hmm. records to major outlets. There's only and it's only like five or six companies that own every media outlet in the entire world. Um, so you and when you have a clear understanding and 
this is for any artist that's listening. Say you do sign to Warner and okay, they take you out to dinner and they put you up in a hotel. All this stuff is on your tab. These are called recoupable expenses. And you're not just out here living the life. When they give you money, they expect all of it back and then some. And so, you know, what you negotiate as a as a royalty, how much you're supposed to get per record, you might get the short end of the stick on the first record, but it's your team and your lawyer and your manager. It's up to them to go in there and renegotiate based on what you've been able to bring to the table going <clears throat> forward. You know, just like, you know, if you're a professional athlete and you outperform your contract, like I'm not I'm never mad at when these dudes go back and try to hold out and they uh, they try to get more money per year because you know what? If you didn't perform to your contract, they would cut you at any given time. And it's yep. the same thing with a record label because they will. If yep. you are slated to sell five hundred thousand, which honestly is not even a realistic thing anymore, uh, and you sell only two fifty, they can be like, "All right, we're going to cut our losses. You're just a tax write off for us, and you can get out of here, and you're not going to get any more chance to get in the studio. And whatever money that you owe us, you still owe us." You know, that's the in look, I, I'm I'm not saying I don't understand when people are upset at Diddy, but at the same time, when you look at the paperwork and you see what it is, you can't you can only be so mad. These people sign these paperwork and you gotta understand you spend this you spend five hundred thousand dollars on a video. All right. You have a P and D deal. Every jewel case, every piece of vinyl is sent out, it's not Diddy's he's not gonna pay for that. That's a part of your contract. You know, and like I said, I'm going back to the 90s when I talk about, you yeah. know, the final. You're going way back. And I was part of, yeah, I was yeah, part I was about of to say. <laughs> I was a part of a record pool. And I just remember, okay, we would get, you know, uh, uh, 60 pieces of vinyl for, you know, because you had to have doubles. You know, you got to understand if you're an artist and your company is sending out 60 pieces of vinyl, you pay for the, the pressing and distribution of all 60 pieces. Now multiply that by... Uh, a record pool in every city, major city in America. And then also all the records that are in the store. Like, I understand people think they should be rich just because they're on TV, but it doesn't work that way. The goal of a record label is to make the game. A record company is nothing more than a bank. And the goal is to make you, money. You got to look at it like this. They, they gave you a loan and you got to pay back that loan. The goal See, is the to problem, make the problem with Diddy though, um, even with contracts, <clears throat> he he does not have the artists still that is riding with him at the end of the day. So I mean he he broke all of these great artists. I mean, he of course got rest his soul. Uh Craig Mack got rest his soul. Uh Loon. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? Black Rob, little, uh, uh, uh name Thomas, Carl Thomas, Carl Thomas, all these people, uh, the band, Identity Kane, everybody from the naming them in the they, chat. They all made great. They all came out swinging. They all made great albums. And their first albums was good. I'm saying, but then after that. Uh, there was really nothing else. Everything fizzled. It was based on pretty much bad contracts or not fulfilling certain things. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just his track record. When, when you're talking about Diddy and wanting pe- wanting another company to provide opportunities for yeah. minorities or black people, you had the opportunity to do that yourself. And somehow it fell through the cracks and, and it didn't necessarily manifest like it should have or it hasn't been correct. Hell, I forgot to say Mace. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But yeah. Mace kind of, he backed out on his own, on his own terms. But, I mean, still the story is the same. And I see everybody that everybody that he worked with, yeah. they don't have any equity in Bad Boy right now anymore. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, you got to look at it like, even thing. when you talk about Mace, you know, after, he blew, after his first album, he blew up, you know, did, did huge numbers. You know, Diddy gave him a $12 million advance. And then he decided to go preach the word. You can understand, you know, Diddy lost $12 million yeah, on Mace. That's them. Yeah, that's why Mace is, that was on him. Mace, you know, and then you talk about 112. 
112, yeah, you know, well. they recouped on their album. Like, they eventually recouped on their albums. And, you know, they didn't go back and re- renegotiate. And then they said, okay, we want to be on Def Jam. They went on Def Jam. And then they went from being platinum artists to being gold artists. And it didn't go any better. Faith Evans, Forgot. same thing. She was a faith, she was a platinum artist on bad boy right. she went right. over to capital and she wanted being she wanted to be in the black they they, they, they put her in the black music division, and she was never and then you have no addition addition signed a deal with bad boy yeah. had one album yeah. but, signed no, a deal with bad boy had one album yeah but also this is the, this is the part of the story they never tell bad boy bought new edition out of all the record company that they had with mca all that bad debt they had with mca Diddy paid that. And then it was, you know, so was it, did it work out at Bad Boy? But you got to understand, they had been in a 20 year bad contract with MCA. And Diddy made all that they go deal away. was trash. That deal was trash. So for him to, for, so for him to eat that debt to his point, that's actually a good look for him to eat Talk that up. Diddy has lost more. Diddy, if you really look at the paperwork, Diddy has lost more money. On all these artists that everybody says, oh, he should have done better by. He's lost money on all these people. On has it? I don't know if I'm... he lost money on I Love. He may have lost uh, money on money. Edition, but he, he, him making it to that Billy like that. He didn't lose money. A lot of that is from this artist money. Like I mean, a lot I, of the it. One thing, the one thing we're not talking about. On a shine, John. One of the one of the thing we're not talking about is how inflated these contracts are. Now, regardless of if of if. Diddy is playing along with the rest of the record label companies out there with what he's doing. If an artist is paying for all their stuff, like we know that they were back in the day, and after they pay for all their stuff, they're still getting a, what, a 10 to 15% split? There, there's no reason for 75 to 85% of that to go towards other entities. <laughs> if the original money is still being pulled out of what you're making as part of your contract. Like, so my point will continually go back to it is predatory behavior period from Diddy or from any executive at this point in time. Every major label is, is, is the same, is the same way. And Diddy is no exception to that. And it, it, it's weird for him to try. I don't know. I haven't really seen what he's, um, I don't know. It's hard for me to, to, uh, to, uh, to feel uh, any type of sensitive, so you got the unique or emotional unique to any type of any type of billionaire uh, guy that's made money off man, of I, artists I for so lie. long. I ain't gonna lie, I, I really like Diddy, man. Yeah, I would I would work for Diddy if Diddy had a position open. Should I go soak up some game? You know what I'm saying? He yeah, definitely got the game. Out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, he knows. Jay Moore said, "Yeah, but he ain't gonna pay you." <laughs> he probably won't. Diddy's the type of Diddy's the type of person that'll give. Diddy's the type of person that'll give you a gift if he's already got the gift. Like he'll give you another one. Yeah, that's the type. Well, he, he might, Terry. He might throw. He might throw you a lob. You know, with some of that game. But but be clear, brother. Ain't gonna leave with nothing in your hand. I, I just just know that it'll be in your mind. It ain't gonna be in your hand, brother. It ain't gonna be in that account. Exactly. You might sign some crypto or something. Who knows? (laughs) All right, man. That that I didn't know that topic was gonna go that long, but y'all made some valid points, man. Those those are all good points. Shout out to the chat too. Y'all been reading more paragraphs in the chat, like uh, y'all been naming so many artists. I think these contracts are got uh, yeah. We're not about to do Ryan Leslie. We yeah, and we ain't gonna talk about him. Uh, I'm. We'll get out of character if we somebody do that. Somebody owe you some money. Million dollars. Uh, he might owe you man, money. It's tough out here. Hey, man, it's tough out here. It's tough out here. Um, yeah, I ain't gonna even get on that. Let's see. C- <laughs> CAD made some good points. He said, "I think Gib did. Gibbs did as well. He got dropped by a major and built his own, built a brand on his own, which gave him more leverage and better terms. It was time to go back to the major. That's a fact. That's a good point." Well, the thing about that Let's is, see. too, though, I was actually going to touch on this, is um, the game has changed so drastically that nobody really needs that record deal like that no more. Now, no, I mean, you're getting hot on your own merit. I mean, uh, Google, even you know, though Jay Moore said that everything is kind of owned by three record labels, it is and it isn't. Like, you don't really need to touch them. Like, 
you know, like well, not in the days. It, now we're in digital distribution. It used to be you needed one of these companies to get your, you know, <clears throat> records into the store. Nobody buys records yeah. from the store anymore. As long as you get no your co- records I'm on the internet, I'm going through no cosign. I'm going through no cosign. Just have you know, no cosign load me up. They can get me into all the stores everybody else can. You know what I'm talking about? And yeah, oh. and more, and licensing, and everything else. And yeah. it's all you know, like. The re- only reason why I'm so adamant about it is because I've seen the back end and I've seen the splits. I, I know what it costs. Like there's there's time invested to get the stuff set up, but outside of that, um, you know, you're really just paying for publicity at that point. You know, like what what uh, a label artist Goodwill, can give you. But anyways, Goodwill Hunter said Diddy took his executive producer cut, label owner cut, and the pay and to and had to pay ghostwriters, ghost producers out of the artist budget. That's tough. That's tough right there. Well well said, sir. Well said. CAD said, I'll let Puff slide for jerking people early, but sooner or later the contract should have should have evolved. And he continued to jerk people. Yep. That's the bottom line. Tough. Y'all, y'all, y'all drop, I bet you Jay Z dropping jewels in here, verses. man. We appreciate y'all he, chat. That's I bet the most paragraph for the verses he wrote for him. hundred percent. He got hundred percent up front. The skills skills Them ch- <laughs> you No, know, skills was his ghostwriter. It, it ain't public, but yeah, everybody knows skills is his ghost rider. I wonder how much he yeah. was getting paid Royce, for this shit. Royce got some. Royce got a bag from him too. So trust me, if skill if skills did what he's supposed before, to do, he, he, before Rick Ross was Rick Ross, he was writing for Diddy. If skills did what he's supposed to do, he ought to be straight, wherever he has. He should be straight. If 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 it was how it's supposed to be, he should be straight <clears> with all the writing he was doing. Ghost producers, D Dot, all them cats too, like. Yeah, they should be straight somewhere. I will. I will hope so. All right, man. Let's um keep going. Appreciate the comments, man. The chat was lit. Love when the chat gets lit. Let's do the partners. Right, really so, quick. Really okay. Quick since we're halfway, we'd like to thank our partners for the new Old Heads podcast. No Bad Ideas Clothing Company, Coleman Dental, Printfinity, Indie CD and Vinyl, Sun King Brewery, and the hub for all things New Old Heads, BringingDownTheBand.com. Remember, once you type bringing down the band in the search bar on YouTube and the page populates, subscribe and hit the bell for notifications. And as always, we thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Yep. All right, y'all. Shout out to the sponsor. I mean, partners, as always, we appreciate them um, for continuing to do what they do and support us. Like we, as always, we always say continue to grow, trying to grow, grow the brand. We appreciate them. All right, man, let's get into... Uh, I'm trying to see, make sure I cite my sources. This one is OK Player or CNN, whatever you want to call it. I think this one's CNN. I don't know if you guys saw on any of your social media outlets and platforms, whatever you're on. Um, yeah, SNL, I think it was SNL, performance by Kid Cudi, who said he was honoring Kurt Cobain. Uh, Chris Farley by rocking a, a Virgil. What's, Vir, what's Virgil's last name, Jay Moore? Virgil Abloh. Tableau, that's what it is. Yeah, I want to make sure I got it right. Uh, dress. There was a picture side by side of um, Cobain, which I must have missed this because you know, I wasn't maybe I wasn't paying attention. So I, I, I this picture was I don't remember seeing this that well. I could be asleep, and that's all right. But uh, this was all over my timeline with multiple takes. I actually text Terry. I, I know I don't. I didn't know if he saw it prior to me texting him. I don't know if, Terry. Had you seen it when I texted you, or was that the first thing that you? First time you had saw anything about it. Uh, I saw it. I saw it. Okay. Oh, the timeline's on fire, man. Um, I think what's crazy is performance really wasn't that dope to me outside of the other stuff. Like the performance was cool. You know what I'm saying? I don't see too many people talking about the actual performance, but I just feel like this is a, how do you guys take it? Do you take it as a tribute? Do you take it as he said someone it was just being a creative? Yeah, like you know, someone just being a creative, or is this kind of one of those things where it's the epitome of uh what I say what I see a lot in this era where it gets people talking about the artist. And I'm saying, like, I mean, who knows what's genuine and what's not? You take people at face value for what they say, but you guys think, man, like it when you initially saw it, did you think it just was a dope tribute and people are overreacting? Or, you know, what were your thoughts? J Diff, I'm coming to you first. How do you feel about <clears throat> it? Um, and to each his own. I mean, if he was gonna wear a dress, he could have got a better dress than that. <laughs> I'm, I'm personally, I'm cool off wearing a dress. 
Um, I understand the narrative yeah. of the whole demasculation and uh, yeah. the whole feminine um, male and all that type shit. Some things are just what it is. It's just that layer. And that's it. It's, there's nothing deeper about it. I need people to understand that <clears throat> first off. Um, everything doesn't have to have um, ulterior motives or or an agenda, so to speak. It's just a trash-ass dress. Um, and he decided to get on SNL. He could, he could, I mean, he's friends with 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 uh fashion designers and and uh he has his own adidas shoes he could have wore a much better outfit or got a better dress than that little bullshit he was wearing <laughs> just not co-signing um <clears throat> me personally i'm not wearing a goddamn dress on nothing or my halloween ever in life no, uh no, uh drag shit that's that's just not in my bag um, certain certain individuals do that shit. I mean, I know people personally that have done it, and I don't think their 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 agenda is to make men to start wearing dresses. I mean, it's the same shit when uh, Young Thug, mm-hmm. whatever the hell he was on when he w- was in his dresses, and it's, it's just, it gets people talking about you at the end of the day. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was talking. It's kind of along the same line of what Lil Nas X did the past three weeks. He is, Nas X talk is very quiet right now. Mm. As I haven't checked. I mean, Jay Moore is the numbers guru as far as how music is doing. How is his single doing? Uh, it's not number one anymore uh, because uh, it's Silk Sonic, which is, you know, Leave the Door Open, which is an actual hit, um, you know, I haven't seen the full Billboard chart, but I'm pretty sure that it has fallen out of the top 20 um, because, once again, the controversy was bigger than the actual song. So, Larry, exactly. just like I said, with the with the Drake, not in this, it doesn't always have to be controversy because Drake had the one, two, three, and, you know, two weeks later, all oh. those songs are out of the top 100 except for one, and that song is at number 70. So, those weren't actual hits, but we'll get we could we could well actually we might want to do an actual subject and a whole thing about that later on about what's an actual hit. But and yeah, yeah, back to Kid Cudi and his uh, yeah. his wearing a dress. Yeah, that, that shit. Yeah, just, I like that. It is it is what it is as far as him doing that shit. I mean, he he got people talking. He dropped an album in what when was that December? And oh, when his album came he? out. I'd have to Google. I've forgotten all about Kid Cudi till he till he he put on his dress. On, I mean, I guess it would work. Came out like December, right? I want to say November, December. I don't listen to Cudi. I don't know. He doesn't make like hip hop music to me. He's like this weird <clears throat> punk mixture of styles, emo, rap. Yeah, man, man on the moon stuff, three, you know, like, two thousand twenty. Huh? Man on the moon three, two thousand twenty. Yeah, I've just never been a fan of him. Like outside of like his early, like a couple of his early songs, I, so I don't check him. So I have no idea where he's at. And for the record, uh, Montero is number two right now. Oh, What's okay. it number two? Okay, all right. Well, maybe it is a hit. Missed, missed the wave on Kid Cudi. I'll be honest. I, I heard some. I, I heard some joints, but I missed the wave. Like when it really was a wave, I completely missed it. You know. So that's with, that my I'm personal with thing. What Kid Cudi stands for? For sure. Mm-hmm. As being uh, a kid that wasn't necessarily the, um, how should I put this? Uh, this wasn't follow the typical... all the rules, so to speak. Wasn't yeah. a typical kid. Um, okay. Yeah. I'll dealt with away. emotions and things like that. You know what I'm saying? Every, I'm, I'm, I know a lot of people that can relate to that type shit. Fan base, I don't get it. I, get it I understand that. Um, but Kid Cudi, um, his artistry kind of took some turns, some dives. Um, KSC Ghost was a good project to me, it was the best project Personally. that came out of that era. It was cool, okay. Um, but I mean, it's just if he's truly a fan of Kurt Cobain, because this ain't the first time he wore a Kurt Cobain outfit, I think he mm-hmm. did. His first appearance on SNL, so I mean, if it's really a nod to him, yeah. ooh, but if if it's just to 
try to um, get people talking about you, which is, I mean, that's an industry standard nowadays. Then He doesn't seem like that type of artist, though. He's never seemed like that type of artist, though. He's never seemed like somebody. I don't think so. I I don't think so. I I don't, I've never seen him as that, like, even this, like, I saw him wearing a dress and my first thought was like, who cares? And my second Mm -hmm. thought was, I saw somebody mad because he was wearing a dress on SNL and he wasn't like, doing a dedication to DMX or something. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, what? That's you saw that? Extra. Yeah, yeah. I just, it was just stupid. You know, it was just one of them. Your kid cutting and DMX are not from the same cloth. Dude, he don't prove all, he probably uh, wouldn't even a fan of DMX like that. It was like yeah. some extra woke take about, you know, like, well, you know, support your own community. And I was, okay, well, okay. Nah. But, but apparently the Kurt Cobain thing was planned ahead of time and, and everything, so. um, The well, dress is that, the is same. That, is that pretty this, much how you took it long? Yeah, yeah. What part? Yeah, I just see it as a tribute. I mean, you know, the dress didn't look crazy, but if you remember, if you do remember Kurt Cobain's original dress, it wasn't anything crazy either. Either it would look like somebody's mom's or grandma's summer dress or something, you know, like, and that's kind of what Kid Cudi's look like. Yeah, you know. So, spaghetti straps. I don't think it's like that much to like really analyze. I think he just wanted to pay some homage and do something that was kind of cool for. You know him. And, well, no, I, 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 I do see him paying homage, but at the same time, you know, um, let the man being wear a an dress. Actual fan, Dude, being an actual man. fan of Nirvana because I'm from that era. You know, um, you know, he could have wore, you know, the Freddy Krueger type sweater from the Smells Like Teen Spirit or had the Anarchy joint. He could have wore, you know, had the. But uh, Kurt Cobain wore that dress on SNL. That's the thing, right? So yeah. That too, but you know, like you know, you could have paid homage to um, Nirvana and Kurt Cobain in so many different ways. Uh, but you wanted to wear a dress. You decide. You made a. You made a. You made a real. Uh, you you decide you want to do this because you know your music isn't really moving people in the way that it used to, and you knew that this would get you a news cycle. Because waiting on now, somebody every, to say this. Because just think about it: every woke dude, mm. every person who's uh, you know all about uh, gender fluidity or you know the LGBT uh, for or against that agenda, it, you're now on their radar, and mm. you know, and it worked because now we're talking about it. And okay. you got to understand. I understand it's from publicity standpoint, but I was like, you could have honored Kurt Cobain in so many other ways, but you knew that if you wore this dress as a black man in America in 2021, you knew it would bring the ire of so many different people. So in a way, I get it, but at the same time, I'm like, fam, like this is the problem I have with so many of uh part of this generation and like i say i'm we're the new old heads and i'm an old i'm the oldest of the old heads you just got a <laughs> lot of people out here doing shit to do shit you know what i'm saying it's like oh. i don't i don't really know if he maybe he's really into kurt cobain like that like i remember when these records hit like i'm older than cutting i think but you know i just think that you know you this are. is this is another cry for attention and cry for help and i'm not surprised mm. because he's from uh kanye west you know uh he's cut from that cloth and he's from that camp so i'm not surprised that he would do something i don't agree like with this. that i'm at not all. impressed I love and Mo. honestly I love when, I, when i when i when i when i watched the performance i was more upset that he was all out of tune and that the music mm, wasn't oh, that good Oh, oh, talk wow. oh some ain't paid a See, bill now. That's what I get. I get uh, talking that real shit that cut the lights out on me. <laughs> <laughs> they trying to censor Jay Moore alone. Jump in there, man. I was watching your reaction, brother. Talk no, to I mean, me, I, man. That's I, what we're here for. I've already said it. I mean, his rebuttal was kind of a rebuttal to what I was saying in extent. No, I mean, I just don't like music aside. I, I maybe mm-hmm. it's just because I just don't see it. Like it just seemed like he was paying homage to Kurt Cobain doing an SNL performance. What his music sounds a, like, it does. I don't care. Like it just seemed like he was a, doing. We play devil's advocate, alone. You don't see I any don't, piece, any piece of clout chasing in this at all. I don't see, see any type. I don't see. I don't see it as any type of clout chasing <clears throat> that I need to pay attention to. That is like legitimately clout chasing. Like, okay. uh, I, I just don't see it. Like you know, and I see it so often. It's so obvious, and this just isn't obvious to me. Okay. So maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. I don't know, but I just don't see it. And maybe it's because I was a huge point. fan of Nirvana too, and I was a huge fan of Nirvana. So I, okay. I was there when he this stuff it. happened. So I, you know, it was cool. And you know, I don't know. 
I don't know. You know, it's, yeah, to me, it's not to me. It, to me, I it's not just like can. just like a pop culture reference, and he just wanted to do it. To me, like it seemed like he had some sort of you know connection with that. But you know, who knows? Anyway, I got you. Jump in there, J. Dill. Think he dropped the ball on something that could have been if that performance more memorable about him versus trying to pay homage to somebody else in a goddamn dress. Mm. Say it. You just don't like men in dresses, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't like men. Tell in me dresses. how you feel. That's I know you weird. just said that. You you literally said that five minutes ago. I'm just saying. But yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I think. Man. I mean, but, if but he, I feel if like that's. I feel, it, then, but I feel like that's a lot of the argument, though. Too like, who cares if he was in a dress? Like, like those are two different arguments. Like, if he's chasing it for clout and he could have done it different, or the fact that he's wearing a dress, aren't those two separate arguments? I like mean, your angle, your angle about you could say that, you could say that, but your angle about um, maybe I'm wrong. I don't, I don't know. I just angle about. I mean, you kind of splitting it up too, because you like. I, on one hand, we're talking about the item and the homage, but on the other side, you also mentioned. I really don't. It's not big enough for you to pay attention to, right? Right. That's those are two different things too. Like, I mean, it's it's you can split the, you can chop the whole thing up. Like, there's there's not. There's not anything definitive to it to me because there's so much gray area. Like you can break this thing down however you want. At the end of the day, only he knows if it's genuine or not. Your right. point about the, uh, I, you know, what I respect about what you said alone is you're openly saying, yo, I rock with Nirvana and I followed it. I remember this. So that on the table lets me know that what you're saying in terms of your opinion is legit. Like you you relate to the possibility of him actually being genuine. I can respect that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess, just I'll say this and I'll stop talking, but Cuddy's always come across as like a real person to me. And so mm -hmm. I give him the benefit of the doubt. And then and unless I see otherwise, I just don't feel otherwise. And that's just what it comes down to for me. You know, I want to look in the chat real that. quick. Uh, I can dig that. Um, see, TR says roll out. What about <laughs> Prince? Says gimmick. What about Prince? What about Prince? What I, did I miss something? No. I'm oh, I what about that okay. was Prince though from the beginning. Everybody know that Prince was androgynous or whatever. Damn it, that's just who he was. <laughs> right. This is something different for a kid, Cuddy. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't have anything against him wearing a dress. I'm just saying, personally, oh, no, I wouldn't do it. I, I don't think he's subscribing to some agenda or, or some bigger plan or bigger scheme of things. But um, to Jay Moore's point, him wearing a dress. As a black man, definitely was going to raise some eyebrows and have some people sure. talking about it on the yeah. other end of things. So, yeah. like mean, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, yeah, probably. Okay. The chat. See, David said, "Man, this discussion is so tired. It's funny that we get frustrated at expressing feminism in hip hop. How many times do we see women MCs having to become more masculine in hip hop?" Huh. Okay. I'm cool. Yeah. On, I'm cool on the uh on the emasculate uh female rapper though. The what? Honestly. Again, Terry, I, I was breaking up, I'm sorry. Masculated female rapper. I'm cool on. I, I don't uh, want a, right. a female rapper trying to be extra uh, manly. And right. yeah, I'm cool on that. Because yeah, that just, honestly, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. You know, when a when a when a woman tries to be too hard, no, you've got to be damn near on some ass shaking shit or like even women won't pay attention to you. But this is David, going somewhere else with it. But yeah, you know what it is. David is the MVP. Yeah. David is the MVP because this is the line I've used for years and I'm so glad you put this in here. Basically common said it best. If I like it, I like it. That don't mean that I'm hating. Like that's, that's uh, if I like it, if I don't like it, that, that don't mean that that's I'm hating. Major I love Seven's, that line. Uh, that's major seven's cop out every time he wants to hate, he can always say, well you know common said it, so you know <laughs> I love it. I love it. If I don't like it, I don't like it. That don't mean that I'm hating. That's a great line. A and comic can be wrong, line. you know. That's the line. Don't do that. Don't do that. We not. About, you're not about to bait me into this. Don't do that. Oh, Common's got my. Common's got my. Common's got my. He's what got my favorite hip hop album, but uh, he can still be wrong. Uh, I was there when you bought it. Don't don't start this, man. Even says Cuddy's most likely. Uh, doing this for homage. Okay. I mean, hey, I can't tell a man what he what he's doing. You know, I, I at the end of the day, hey, if it's genuine to him, cool. You know, but <laughs> definitely saw a lot. The, the DMX tie-in is trash, though. Well, I don't know where you saw that at, but 
Yeah, that, 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 that's stupid. Yeah, Cuddy and DMX aren't from the same cloth. I don't expect him to honor the nah. DMX. Yeah, nah, like whoever either. did that was reaching like a mug to get some attention. All right, Lone. Um, we've had two very think, long segments. Uh, I think we can. Uh, how you want to play it? I know we live. Let's not do the. Uh, let's not do the one that we added. Yeah, that, um, we could. We can say that for next week. Yeah, that can be any time, to be honest. But we can we can touch up on uh, you know DMX passing. Did you guys see that he? Uh, um, what was it with DMX? It was, uh, one thousand percent more streams or something. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know we we've seen. I'm this. never surprised by that. Yeah, we we've yeah. seen this happen times time and time again, man. And um, you know, it's just crazy. Like you see, there's so I many. Think it's, no, I don't think there's anything wrong with it though. Yeah, but there, there's so many. Um, you know, reaction video. Lone put me onto this about the abundance of reaction videos. Like I, we always, I've, I've talked to him about this in private, but abundance of reactions to everything that you can find just by going to YouTube. And I'm seeing so many people that are pointing the finger at the people that were around him and, and fingers like we talked about with flex with the artists and then pointing fingers at this and pointing fingers at that. And I'm not seeing anybody talk about children that he's leaving his ex-wife, his fiance. I'm not sure if his parents are still. Is, it seven, is that real, man? I, I heard I 17 read. real. I heard 15. What? Okay. Okay, you know, maybe some are unsure. Is he, is he cop the masters last week and then now that's fake, so I don't know what to believe, yeah. but um, I just don't see anybody talking about that. Like, everything is about what people didn't do or what you should have done or fans should have done or whatever should have done. I don't see anybody talking about like you know, looking at Swiss beats, like, fam, genuinely hurt the video that I saw, yeah. and that's his guy, like. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that, man. Like I don't see that being highlighted. It's just more about uh, pointing fingers, man. I hate to I see, see both like I that. See both. I do see both. It's just that there's yeah. a lot of, it's just, there's a lot of everything. I mean, we even talked about it even today. Like I was on the side of feeling like Diddy should have done more for his artist. Right. But at the same time, there's still a line. We talked about this last week. Like you can't really do anything more for, for, you know, like you can't, you can't live somebody's life for them. You know what I mean? You can help them in a system in, in specific ways, but you know, it's, it's a shame the DMX passed, you know, and all the news that has come out and all the stories that have come out have been great to see, you know, and a lot of videos on him, you know, being such a great person that he was and selfless True. and stuff is stuff. I didn't know about DMX because to be honest, I just didn't follow his career pretty much after his first two albums. Like I, I just wasn't a fan of his music after that. So it's cool to see um, see those stories come out, you know. But yeah, yeah, and to share some dope videos too, man. There's a lot of people that you can tell that really rocked with them, shared a lot of good videos and, and good moments. You know what I'm saying? So I, I like seeing things like that. Is what I'm saying. Like I, I tend to go towards more uh, of the positive stuff, and then also just to, from a condolences standpoint. But like Lone yeah. said, it's just so many ways to. No, this all is these, tough, man. I hate, I hate that he passed away. Yeah, all these people who are using DMX's death to all of a sudden, you know, want to have these, you know, bullshit conversations about toxic masculinity. I was like, fam, you, you like just just say that you don't understand how somebody could get more uh, love and death than you could ever get in life. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, that's what it is. It's a lot of jealousy and a lot of hate coming from people who just don't don't get how. You know, like I've seen videos of everything from DMX at an Albanian w wedding to giving homeless people money to, no. you know, talking to it's somebody, you know, this woman talked this garden. Yeah. Yeah. This this woman talked about how you know, she had a, yeah, she had a conversation with DMX and it, um, you know, and, and, and she decided to repair her. Uh, conversation uh, or her uh, relationship with her father who had been an addict for his whole life. So, you know. I don't want to get too deep into it because, like, you know, as far as when I see the level of bullshit and, and hate that people are, not even it's not even hate. It's just that they want to draw attention to themselves based off of somebody else's passing. And I always hate that, you know, but I'll, I'll just say this, like, and it's been said in other places, you know, I'm just thankful that somebody like DMX didn't wait to try to become a perfect person before he let God use him because that's, mm -hmm. he was, I feel like he was anointed and he, he 
was somebody who was out here really trying to make a difference in people's lives, despite the fact that he was an incredibly flawed person. And so, you know, just respect the DMX and, and prayers to his family. That's all that's that really that's all that needs to be said from all Absolutely. you people trying to trying to ride his wave right now. Well yeah. said, my friend. Jay Diff, you got anything that, that, before that, we ride out? Uh to Jay Moore's point, that definitely happens. But as far as um Mexicans is concerned, I'm just happy that um I actually seen an interview where he said that if he were to die uh today, in that time he was speaking, he would say had a good life so i mean he he knows what he did he knows his faults he knows his pains he knows his struggles he knows that that he had a good life at the end of the day and he definitely used himself as a vessel to help heal other people and so i mean he's gonna be missed uh it's definitely a shot to the the hip-hop community and rest in peace to mx earl simmons sir i think that's a good place to end it um, chat, we really appreciate y'all rocking with us through the technical difficulties earlier. Um, shout out to all the homies in the chat. If I didn't call your name, I'm sorry, but I, but you know that we see you in there. AD, uh, John Rocker, that's y'all, Defog, David, Goodwill. We appreciate all y'all in there rocking with us tonight. Uh, remember to go to the new YouTube page and subscribe. Uh, that is where we moved all the content. Also, stop by Patreon, check and look at those options well as we continue to uh, do what we do to bring that content to you. Uh, for everybody that's been rocking with us, we appreciate it, and we will see y'all next week. Peace. Yep. <laughs>